Hello and welcome to another episode of 8 Frugal Minutes where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for joining us. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how to save money on books. That's right, we're all readers in some capacity. And saving a few bucks on a bestseller, a new release, or even that classic in the closet that you really want to, to get a new edition for. We've got some ideas on how you can save some cash, get the literary works that you love, and come out smiling with your wallet happy too. All right, let's get started. You know, if you ask me, we're all readers at heart. That's right. We all love shoving our nose in a great book and getting away in a fantasy or a fictional piece of work or maybe even finding a book that is awesome to learn something new, whether that's historical, do-it-yourself, or just everyday phenomenons that we normally don't think about. Books are our friends, and they are wonderful companions when it comes to knowledge. But sometimes, some places, there are just too many books, or there are too many books that you want to have, but you just can't afford them all. Well, that's what we're talking about today on this podcast. How to save money on books. It's one of those interesting things where you want to buy as many books as you can, but sometimes you just can't afford all of them. However, if you spend a lot of time reading, you know this is an important part of your life and it's something that you want to do and want to have. And who can argue with the fact that knowledge is power? Of course it is. And that's why it's important to know how to save money on books or where to even cut corners so that you can stretch your buck even further. The tips I have today are some obvious, some not so obvious, but the most important thing is is to get out and find the books that you love. Of course, you can always start at the local library. There's so many facets when it comes to the ideas that come with using the local library. There's the books themselves that will be in the library or perhaps the library system that you can pull. There's also subscriptions to digital work that you can have. So the local library is a great way to start your support system. However, if you're like me, having a book isn't just about reading it. It's about referencing it too. And so you might be want to be considering how can you get the book and always have access to it. There's a couple of ways you can do that, both physical and digital. And let's talk about the physical way. Going to bookstores is the best way to find books. We all know this. But the question is, is how exactly can you make a good purchase and save cash? Well, there are a couple of really great ways of doing this. Number one is if you have a favorite author, someone that's maybe a fictional writer or maybe even a nonfiction writer, or even if there's a favorite publisher out there, is to get plugged into them. Get on their email list. Go to their websites. See what's going on right now for what they have coming up that are new books that you might be interested in. And here's the caveat to remember. So you have a new book coming out. They, of course, want to sell as many as possible. Most of the time, and we're talking 80% of the time, publishers are going to offer a discount for pre-orders. So you're looking at a new book, discounted. It'll be delivered to your door or dropped off at your local bookstore, ready for you to read. You don't even have to worry about waiting in line. And this is a really great thing. Not only do publishers do this, both big and small, you'll find that authors do this as well. So if you have a favorite author, getting plugged into them is super important because they too can offer deals and discounts when it comes to their literary work. Now, of course, when you're talking about 
more of a classic aspect of finding deals with books, don't forget that this also does work. Of There are many authors that have passed on, but they re-release their work. And when they do, it's important to sell books. And that is why you see publishers give discounts. Now, those discounts could come from a organization that's part of the author who wrote the book, could be the actual type of book it is. Let's say the book's on ships and it's a, a bookstore that's in a ship area. So there's a lot of ways they do that. But you wouldn't know unless you plug into their social or actually get part of their newsletter. So that's really important to think about. When it comes to audio uh, to digital books, let's talk a little bit about how you can get them for free or low cost. There are many books out there right now where you pay full price, even if it's digital, which to me is absolutely insanity. If you are not using paper, you should not be paying full price. But they say that you should be paying full price because it's the same words. My thought, argument aside, it's important to figure out how to get books that are less expensive and still keep up with the things you want to read. So think about how you can do this. There are three or four major digital publishing houses or publishing as, uh, subscriptions that you can use. Um, there are also some private publishing houses that are digital, but with the subscription services, most of the time you can download whatever you want, no matter how much it costs, if you have a subscription. And that that aspect, you can simply read at your leisure and keep those books that are digital on your library. If it's important to you have a hard copy, that doesn't always work. But this is a great way to do it. You'll also find that particular authors have downloads of their actual books that are less expensive than what you might find on publishing uh, sites. So again, something to think about. When you're talking more of other avenues on how to find books less expensive, let's talk about you know swapping with friends, a very great way of actually getting a book. I have a book that I read last month. It is only five months old and eight people have read it and it's been swapped around. I read it and passed it on to someone else. Now, this is a great way to um, share books, but also save cash. So consider that. Buying used is another really great way to save money. But as we all know, when you buy a used book, it's not going to be in pristine condition. And it's possible and possible, very likely that it may not be perfect for your collection. Then again, it could be. And if all these things fail, you know, consider the bargain aisle. Now, one of the things I have always loved is there are these discount bookstores and then there are bargain aisle for books. The bargain aisles are usually found at the big bookstores, you know, the Barnes and Nobles, that kind of place. And all they are, are is a couple, three to four lines full of books that are discounted, that have been di uh, discontinued by publishers that were bought at bargain prices. So they turn it around and send sell it to you and me for pennies on the dollar. It's awesome. It's the best way to get cookbooks and coffee books. And of course, maybe even puzzle books. And I've always seen some beautiful journals there too. However, the rest of the world is kind of hodgepodge. You're going to get some good stuff. You're not going to get some good stuff. That's where the discount bookstore comes in. We have a bunch of them in our area. And what they are is you go in, you look around, and every book is based on a color system. One, two, or three dollars. These bookstores are humongous. I'm talking huge. And typically when you go in, you, you buy 20 or $30 worth of books. You come out and they are brand new books. 
They are discounted in clearance, just like the clearance item, uh, bargain aisles that are at Barnes & Noble. But that's the whole store. So they may have 50 of one book, and that's all they have. That's what they bought. And again, for pennies on a dollar, they buy them and then they resell them. And some of them may have dinged covers. They may have corners that are damaged, that kind of thing. Because basically, they've been to a bookstore. They weren't sold. And then they had to come back to another bookstore that bought them at a discount. These places are epically awesome, and they're very inexpensive, and they're worthy of taking a look. You know, I always say spending money on books, while sometimes you cringe at the idea, is a great way to learn things. So my last thought is if, in fact, you want a book that helps you out, you know, don't be too stingy or too cheap not to get the book because knowledge is power. So balancing it out is always tough. But if it's a book that you think is going to help you move forward in life, definitely figure out a way to get it. And worst case scenario, ask somebody to get it for you as a Christmas gift. Well, that is all the time we have today. I'm really excited about this whole idea of getting books, and I'm definitely going to head out and check out our local discount bookseller to see what kind of goodies and delightful knowledge I can come across. I hope you have a chance to find out some great books for you too. You've been listening to 8 Frugal Minutes where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for listening. Until we meet again, have a great day. Bye now. <music>